Dig. And I'm Hannah Hampton, and you're listening to HR After Hours. Well, all right. Welcome to HR After Hours podcast, the only HR podcast to be banned from Chuck E. Cheese's. Hey, <laughs> that kid had it coming to him. They were bogarting the ski ball machine. I'm here on a mission to get some tickets. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. Hannah Hampton, H Squared. How the hell are you today? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I miss you. We haven't courted in uh, three, four weeks. It's so been really, a while. Yeah. Well, you and I are both a little fried. I had that mm-hmm. mental breakdown that I had to go away for a week or so, but I'm back. And, <laughs> You're uh, back. We missed you. So hey, you. I miss you. You sound fantabulous. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Let's talk, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I found a great article uh, in fast company. And I just thought it was so perfect because we all are, we're all living in the weird times together. And I feel like we're all watching the news and seeing how airlines are crazy right now. Traveling is back with a vengeance, I guess, Mm. is a good way to put it because of uh, gas prices and and flight craziness and people getting stranded places. But uh, the article in fast uh, company was the great vacation is upon us. And offices are struggling to keep up. So people, after two years of pandemic life, people are finally using up their their PTO. And companies are struggling with everyone wanting to take time off all at once. So, you know, this is, uh, that's kind of the the crux of the article is people are all taking their their PTO and, and companies are struggling to keep up with it where they are either allowing people to, all uh, take vacation and, and productivity struggling to a halt, or they have to worry about denying vacation, and that just Ooh. fucking pisses people off. So I don't know about you, I'd be pretty darn pissed if I uh, was told I couldn't take my time off. Basically, in 2020, said so 63% of people canceled or postponed their vacations. I was one of them. I had stuff yes. planned for 2020. In 2021, Americans averaged 4.6 days of unclaimed PTO. And this is according to the U.S. Travel Association. This is in the article. And now more than 87% of Americans have vacation plans, according to a destination analysis survey. So people have are kind of ready to, to get back to leaving their homes and going to destinations, taking advantage of well-earned, I, I want to say well-earned time off, because not everybody can afford <laughs> Uh, to go on vacations and, and maybe you can't afford the gas or maybe it's just not something that's within your, your life, but you still deserve to take time off. What is a company to do? You know, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I give you a lot. Uh, but no, there there really is a lot to unpack there. So there's there's like, you can hit this from so many different angles. First thing is everyone is in vacation mode. And what cracks me up about it is people that don't work that hard or a lot of people that you know mm-hmm. weren't working during 2020 and maybe just part of last year whatever it is still seem to need that vacation as badly as those that didn't get time off even with all these nightmare travel stories hitting the yeah. news and the supposed pilot shortage and the reason i say that is now the southwest pilots are picketing saying that it, that's BS, that it's not that there's a pilot shortage. It's mm-hmm. that the airlines didn't properly prepare for the travel boom, which <laughs> you're referring to in this mm-hmm. article. First off, I think everyone deserves a vacation. I don't Yes. regardless. 
I believe in working to live, not living to work. And yeah. that's funny saying it because you and I are both, we're both, yes, absolutely, you know, work to live. We are two people that work harder and more than we should. But regardless, if your people feel like I need to get away, I need to get outside of this. And if they're antsy and irritable and discontent, you're a fool. If you tell them they can't take their vacation because mentally they've already decided this is what I need to refresh and, you know, come to work, you know, willing and able and in in a great mental state. That's what it's really about is the ability to find your happy place to be able to work and be good at what you do. Because if you walk in the door miserable or if you walk in the door upset that your PTO time was not approved, you're not going to perform, right? right? I mean, that's just that that's what it comes down to is 100%. unhappy people can't perform at the same level and capacity as they can when they're engaged and they're happy and they're grateful. If the guidelines are met, give us this much notice and then they still turn it down. Tell me why I'm so valuable that I can't leave for a week. What does that value equate to in my compensation? You, you brought up a bigger point. It's just people deserve to have that break. The people that deserve to have that time off. You think about our like human counterparts in Europe. And Europe has always had the work to live mentality, you know, where they have uh, legally mandated time. You get like a minimum amount of time off that companies have to provide because I feel like they get it. Like you, in order for you to, to fire all cylinders, you need to be taking care of yourself. And I'm hoping that companies are realizing that people need that time off. People need a break. And it's interesting to, to think about if you haven't taken much time off over the past two years, uh, you know, and again, people are realizing now now is the time, uh, you know, it's, it's, I hope companies start realizing like, hey, you know, you kind of have to build in, you have to build in time off for your employees. And if you're not working that into your scheduling, if you're not understanding that, well, you're going to be in a host, you're going to be in a world of trouble because I feel like people are starting to realize, I feel like that you see it because of like, think about staffing and, and hospitality. Uh, people are realizing that they don't want to live their lives being treated like shit. They don't want to live their lives, you know, working, you know, burning, burning the candle on both ends. So I, I'm hoping that kind of all of the, the, the stuff, I don't want to say that it was almost a trauma, but almost everything that we've lived through over the past two years, I hope that it, it helps us work towards a better life where we can all enjoy life and again not live to work <laughs> right you know it, it's it's interesting too when i interview people and i ask them what's the most important thing to them in their next career move a lot of people i would say 25 percent. and then, you know obviously with my my stammer install there we're not talking hard scientific data here but let's say about 25% of the candidates I interview talk about the importance of a good work-life balance. I always say that means different things to different people. What, you know, I ask them, what does it mean to you? It's funny because sometimes when, and I think it's a great interviewing question because it's very insightful on the individual. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, they're just telling me, Hey, I'm working 80 hours right now. It's crazy. I just want two days off a week. Versus the person that's like, they really want to work 35 hours, whatever it is. It's very insightful how they're wired or their thought Mm -hmm. process 
and how important vacation is and what are their hard lines. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I've worked in companies where someone had their vacation request denied. They met all the guidelines and it was that work was super crazy that uh, at that time. And they just, you know, quote unquote, couldn't afford to, to lose that person for that week. It, it's all about perspective. When someone's been denied a vacation, their reaction is not very positive. They tend to share that unhappiness and displeasure with that decision to their coworkers and to those around them. When I had someone that I was shocked, you know, she had had her PTO time declined, it, it made me think less of that company. It, even though I'd had my vacation and I was fresh and I was good and tan and a happy dude, it still <laughs> made me think, wow, they're just declining it because we're busy right now. That That's and this is a company that had an unlimited PTO policy. I don't know that anyone ever took more than three weeks vacation with that quote unquote unlimited right. PTO policy. Oh, we could have a whole uh, we could have a whole episode about unlimited PTO and I, I could talk all about it. <laughs> <laughs> the facts are the facts. Mm-hmm. Right now, people, regardless of the terrible stories of flight cancellations and 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 unpleasant flight experiences delays i had a five hour delay three or four weeks ago but people are still willing to get on planes that tells me they want it pretty bad and if you deny them that priority that important event they've already they're already wired on how important this is you said you denying them that is going to be amplified multiplied by 10 because they're mentally already in that state and depending on your industry and if you know if jobs are plentiful or you know recruiting is tough I mean, I, I feel like people, I feel like it wouldn't be unusual for somebody to quit if their PTO was denied because a lot of times people are taking PTO, maybe it's for a reason, reason. maybe it's a maybe it's a family reunion in another state or maybe somebody, a friend is getting married. So it's all life, you know, life events that you're telling somebody, no, you can't, you can't be a part of, you know, you hear horror stories of people denying like you cannot go to your grandmother's funeral because I need you for that shift like stuff like that is to me it's 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 completely despicable you really need to take a step back and look at yourself if you're denying somebody uh something in their life that's important or you know shit maybe it's just a staycation because they want to do so they need to do some work around their house or just really need to spend some time with family members so I don't know I feel like denying somebody time off when they have earned it they have accrued it when they have plenty of PTO on their balance to use, fucking let them use it. <laughs> Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. We're made, it's not like we're saying uh, the employer is, you know, the evil empire. Yeah. There are ways to get in front of it. You know, if there are, if there's a certain department that two people can't be on vacation at the same time without it dramatically impacting the business flow then just make sure you address that with those departments. Hey, one of the things is I know you, you both have vacations coming up soon. Can you make sure you don't, you know, make sure you guys coordinate it, that you're not gone on the same week, you know, unless it's completely unavoidable. That way you can cover each other. And those are all things that should be addressed in onboarding as, as you look at different departments. Right. But if if you're a little late to the game and didn't think of that, get in front of it now. 
you know, mm-hmm. discuss it with the department heads, you know, or the departments. Uh, some departments are of two versus of one. And if if you've got a department of one, like, you know, like you, Hannah, well, <laughs> then obviously, you know, when you can take a vacation and when you can't, I'm sure there aren't really many times you can't. But if there's a big meeting or you're preparing for something that's, you know, quarterly yeah. or annual event, you already know that. Right. So, of course. Of course. You know, if you haven't instilled that into your part of the process, you know, have those conversations now. If you have people that you know are coming up for vacations, get ahead of that now, you know, and make sure moving forward that that's part of, you know, ongoing conversations or just part of your culture so you don't have this issue. That's really the only time I can think of a, a vacation being denied is if it is, you know, because you're going to leave it high and dry at lack of coverage. But that's something that should have been figured out your first two weeks on the job. Well, and another thing, you know, we talk about, too, is, is thinking about policy. Like, if you have a policy of, of PTO has to be requested, like, two weeks in advance, four weeks in advance, whatever it is, you know, and, and making sure that your policy is aligned with what you need to make sure you've got that coverage. And I feel like sometimes I lean on the, like, companies are evil, like, let people have time off. But certainly also, I understand that in the real world, like, in, in actuality, things have to have to work. But have policies that align for it. And if you allow people to schedule PTO two weeks ahead of it, but it, that doesn't work for your scheduling, well, then you need to adjust your policies and communicate that out to folks. Because, you know, if I was told, hey, you know, you just need to give us two weeks notice and uh, giving, you know, taking PTO, I might take you, bo- you take you up off on that. Or it says like, I, we need a month advance notice. Well, then I'm going to do better planning on my personal side and looking ahead to make sure that, uh, you know, I've got uh, family events and things of that nature. So I don't know, making sure that your policies aligned is always a good thing too. And if it doesn't work, well, then you need to rethink your policy. And if you're the HR professional and you see some upcoming bottlenecks or things Mm -hmm. that could make work a little more difficult, talk to the people you need to talk to now. Get in front of it as well. Make sure your your employer's aware of how important it is to ensure your people the their proper PTO time. Because here's something that is really bothering me right now, Hannah, mm. is I'm I'm noticing this this kind of this pattern that I'm seeing where a lot of businesses and people are starting to act like the last two years didn't happen. It's called a pandemic denial. And they're thinking that everything's hunky dory now. When first off, I know of six people that are sick with COVID right now, you know, not being as cautious going into the office. And that's something we'll address in an upcoming podcast is, you know, still being really considering what is the best hybrid work model, because there is kind of this pushback that everyone should just kind of like hit the default button of February 2020 right. and, and just act like none of this happened. And that is fucking stupid, you know, yeah. right? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, like the, there's a uh, transmission is high in so many places where I live and it's high around here. So it's, it's certainly, I think people, but people I feel like are numb to it. People sadly are over it and just are, yeah, they're living their lives as if it were February, 2020. Absolutely. As a company, you've got to realize this is kind of a, this is a trend that's happening and it's a denial. And so people are not processing everything they've gone through in the Mm -hmm. last two years because there's been no sense of closure, right? Right. We've not, we did not have a great end 
to the pandemic because these transmissions keep coming and and people decided, well, we'll just act like it's the flu. We all have defense mechanisms that allow us to process, you know, major life events. But at the end of the day, you've got to realize a good portion of your team is still struggling, even if they don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. So not allowing them that much needed vacation, even though you don't see it because you're like, well, they haven't really worked that hard. It doesn't matter. What matters is where their mental state is. And we're going to spend a lot more time in the future focusing on that, on creating that right mental state to not only be happy inside and outside of work, but, you know, taking it to the to the extent of discussing, you know, productivity and throughput. People are always look at these productivity statistics. Can we also talk about i'm sorry to cut you off but i let's put this on the docket of is the 40-hour work week is that still work like that i that was created and it's such a different time and you see people talking about the four-day work week um things of that nature but i sometimes feel like our current schedule is outdated oh yeah and we've we've touched upon it in the past and it's funny is these four-day work weeks a lot of companies are promoting and even putting in part of their their recruiting materials is for extended days. So it's for 10 hour days. You're still, it's all about See, no, the what I'm reading is about hours. the 32 hour work week, where is you're still doing eight hour days. So I, I think it's bullshit. If it's a, it's, if it's still a 40 hour work week, it's a 40 hour work week, regardless of, of how you do it. But it's talking about less hours um, to align with the world that we're living in today. So I, I'd like to talk about that one. <laughs> no, and, and that's the one that makes sense. You're absolutely right. The, the four tens does not make sense because you're just making the person miserable, uh, taking five days of misery and intensifying it into four days. It's still the same amount of misery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and misery is an extreme word. But no, that, that's what I'm saying is everyone's still trying to play little tricks and and, and not really people are trying to kind of sweep the, the big picture under the rug. And the big picture is, yeah, Telling me that 40 hours is what it takes to get my job done this week, probably not true. Mm-hmm. It could be 50, it could be 55, or it could be 30. It's, you know, what what I've always stood by before is I think there should be those productivity metrics that determine your week, not just staring at a clock, being held accountable for 40 hours of your life to your employer. It should absolutely yeah. be these are the things you need to get done. And if back- you can do them in 20 hours this week, get them done in 20. Back in the day, you know, in the pre-pandemic, when most people were going into an office, I bet you, I bet you a million dollars. So, um, so many people weren't working those full 40 hours. You know, you're distracted. You're going, you're talking to a coworker. You're shopping on the internet. You're sitting in the break room. I feel like, again, it was all about FaceTime. It's like, well, I'm here between nine and five or eight and five or whatever, I'm here in the office, so I'm doing my job when in actuality people weren't doing their job. And I think that's one of the things that remote work and the pandemic made people realize like, hey, I'm gonna get my shit done, but I'm also gonna have a life. And if I can get my shit done five hours versus eight, that's what I'm gonna do. And I feel like that's what it should be about and not about FaceTime, not about butts and seats, not about clock watching, like all of that to me, I feel like feels very outdated and was of, you know, of the 80s and 90s, right? <laughs> Two weeks of vacation a year, oh, you know, even three weeks of vacation a year, that's outdated. 
your people don't only need this upcoming vacation. They need one to two more than they've had in the past Mm -hmm. to really be performing at 100%. And if you don't agree with me, you're an idiot. Because I'm blown away by companies that still have like offer only two weeks vacation. And I've seen places where it's like your first year, you get one week. I'm like, that's bullshit. (laughs) Absolutely. This great vacation that's taking place right Mm -hmm. now. It's going to be taking place for a while and people are still feeling out and determining what's important to them. There's still a lack of stability in the workforce that if you deny your people a vacation, you think you're short staffed now. Well, just wait till you lose people because you're denying vacations and then you can't hire people because they know that you've denied people vacations. That's the the age of social media. That's the Mm -hmm. age of Glassdoor and all these different sites. It just takes one viral post for your small business to be destroyed. Absolutely. I mean, let's look at the uh, viral post in the last couple of weeks of the guy that celebrated 27 years of perfect attendance, got basically the equivalent of a goodie bag at a kid's birthday party. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's funny because I feel like that was initially shared on the internet. It was like, yay, let's celebrate this. And this person was recognized. We know that recognition is important. But the recognition has to align with what you're celebrating and you're, uh, you know, getting a, a kid's goodie bag for 27 years of perfect attendance is laughable. But the Internet came together and made it right for this individual. So I'd say all's well that ends well, but it didn't look good for that company. Yeah. How would you like to have to rebrand and hire for that company right now? Mm-hmm. No, thanks. (laughs) Well, I think we've got, uh, we've unboxed quite a bit and have a related article that we're going to jump into uh, on our next episode. Hannah, as always, I love talking to you. I I love listening to your thought process. You know, I feel like that was a little, it was a little like stream of consciousness today. I'm a little rusty because it's been a while since we've recorded. So uh, I apologize to our listeners if it was a little bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You know, that's we're we're, we're going to focus more on those dreaming consciousness dis- discussions because that you know at the end of the day we have things we need to say. Everyone does. People need to be heard. You need to listen to your people. And wh- what's that tagline of yours again, Ms. Hampton? Let's put the human back into human resources. Amen. Hannah Hampton, (laughs) always a pleasure. Take care.